Hello and welcome to the Reform Nutrition Podcast. Today I have my lovely brother, John Hogsett, with me and today we're talking about meal prep, how to do it, what our experience is with it, everything around meal prep. So John, thank you for joining me on today's podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. All right, so to get started, I'm just going to say I think meal prep is super significant when it comes to getting the best results that you can because for one thing it saves you time and money because if you're in a corporate job you're spending money on like restaurant food or takeout or whatever and then you save time from cooking because you're bulk prepping everything the day ahead however do you how do you how do you usually meal prep do you use usually do it like for a whole day um a couple hours one no. day and then have for the whole week. So, like, the job that I had when I was meal prepping, it was only, like, uh, lunch. I had to meal prep lunch. And you had a regular 9 to 5 at the at the time. It was Yeah, it was, like, 8 to 4.30 or 8 to 5. Right. But um, I only, yeah, so I only meal prepped lunches. And um, I guess breakfasts were almost, almost meal prepped, just the way they were situated. How, how so? Um, well, <clears throat> I did like a lot of um, instant oatmeal and protein shakes okay. and like an apple. So they were like... Grab and go type They were stuff. just super fast and yeah. easy to make. And I definitely did not eat them in the car on the way to work. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like everyone's guilty of doing that a little bit. Eating in the car on the way to work. Yeah. Or just not eating at all. Some I people w- skip <laughs> breakfast altogether, which you shouldn't do that. It's bad. <laughs> I used to skip breakfast all the time when I was in college. Yeah, but now you know better. Well, I couldn't. Well, I had morning sickness, so. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I couldn't. Morning sickness. Morning sickness. <laughs> what are you pregnant? I was pregnant with ideas and ambitions. <laughs> oh my gosh! How? <clears throat> when did you start meal prepping? Um. So last year, which is when uh. We started working together, um, which was 2021, in about September, I think. Yeah, so if you guys don't follow me on social media, um, John started working with me as a nutrition client in September of 2021. Um, Yeah, I believe that's... September of 2021, um, with the goal of wanting to increase... um, Increase your weightlifting numbers, cause mm-hmm. John does a ton of weightlifting. Right. So I worked, I worked with John, uh, in getting him stronger and leaner as well. So that's when I told you, I'm like, you should do meal prep. It makes it so much easier. Yeah, and it's it's true. Uh, meal prep is like the way to go. I don't really know how you'd. Sur- I, it's it's hard to survive without it. Unless um, yeah, unless you're a stay at home like mom or something like that. It makes things so much easier if you're working and even if you're a stay-at-home mom like I still think like bulk prepping where you have like a couple of protein sources or carb sources that you can just pull what you need yeah for your macros or whatever you're doing it it yeah it just makes it so much easier yeah um another thing though is that like uh if you don't have a lot of say food containers or like Tupperware 
it can be challenging um because like at home i was using i i was i had like one <laughs> i had one container that i used for uh the meals but like i see i see uh you and your husband mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> use like that you have each day like <laughs> partitioned out in its own separate yeah so container this isn't as big of a deal for me now that I'm a personal trainer, uh, but when I was working an office job, and both me and my husband worked at the same uh, office. He worked in the warehouse. I worked in the accounts payable department, but when we were working those office jobs, it was so much easier to just have individual uh, containers with our lunch in it for each day and have that be prepared and like measured out and everything ahead of time because literally all you had to do was grab it in the morning and take it with you right you know versus if you do have it all bulked into one container and you have to like measure it out every single time you can do that but it's definitely a lot less of um you don't have to use as much mental energy well i used to do that every day um i used to i had like containers for the food so what I, I I'm just gonna go into what I used to do, um, which is <clears throat> like every Sunday because my work week started on Monday, like a lot of you people, and so I would just I would just bulk cook um, all of the food that I would need uh, on Sunday, and then I'd they'd all have, be in their like big containers, right? And then every morning or night. I like to say I like to imagine that I did more nights than mornings, um, but usually it was just like before I had to go to work, <laughs> I just piled it all into the just frantically getting it container. all together. But no. it was I did kind of have it down to a science. Like I always kind of knew how much to put in. Yeah, that's the thing about like if you track your food or track macros, over time you just get so um, like used to like, the amount of food that you eat, you just automatically know yeah. eventually. Like, yeah. you don't even have to weigh stuff anymore. <clears throat> I you just know. I don't weigh as much as I used to, but I still, like, weigh stuff. It's a good it's a good tool, especially if you're new to it. I So, alternatively, I've been meal prepping since, like, 2016, 2017. And is that on and off, or is that just, like, straight yeah, through? Yeah, on, on and off. So I did, I did a lot of meal prepping in 2016 and 17. Um, again, when I was working more of an office job, and then I I feel like I did some sort of meal prepping throughout the whole time, throughout all those years. But there were times that I was a little bit more relaxed about it, or you know maybe I had one week that I didn't have time meal prep or something like that right now joey and i um will take like maybe two hours uh on a sunday and we'll meal prep our um all of our lunches i have a sweet deal now though because since i'm married to someone who went to culinary school uh my husband makes all of my (laughs) all of my meal prep for me yeah you're balling i know i know i don't have to cook anymore um (laughs) this is the first year we've done that too so my husband will make both of our meal preps and most of the time we try to pick the same thing um the same meal prep sometimes i'll want to do something different than him but he'll do all of all the cooking and then i just do the cleanup 
Yeah, it always looks so delicious too. Well, I get, I, I've been, I've, I, I would get so jealous looking at your guys' meal prep. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But then again, I didn't want to put that much effort into it. Yeah. So. Mine was very like low effort food. So give some examples of what you would meal prep and how you would go about cooking it. Okay, so at the time, um, I think I started out just making sandwiches, and then it progressed because I was on a bulk. I was like, dang, this is not enough food. Um, and like for those the- of you who don't <clears throat> know what a bulk is, that means that John was eating more calories to build muscle. So instead of cutting calories to lose weight, he was doing the opposite. Yeah. Because you can gain muscle it's, in the same way. You're in a sur. It's like a surplus of so of ca- of calories. Yeah. Relative to your maintenance calories. Yes. Yeah. So the amount of maintenance calories being the <laughs> amount of calories you would have to consume to stay at the same weight that you are. Right. If that makes sense. Yes. So anyway, I was on a bulk, so I was eating a lot of food, and I just remember the sandwich getting bigger and bigger, <laughs> and then eventually I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I eventually just started, um, like, I would make rice via rice cooker, and then I would put uh, I would put some beef patties in the oven, and then I would put chicken in the oven, um, chicken, I think they were chicken tenders, um, not, did nothing, I really did nothing to either one of those things, um, like, during the cooking process, and then I would fry up some sweet potatoes and boil some corn. And like corn on the cob? Uh, no, it was like frozen corn. Oh, okay. That I got from Costco. Actually, most of that stuff. Wait, did I get? I think I got all of that stuff from Costco. Yeah, you guys do a lot of shopping. It was. At it, Costco. was it was. Anyway, yeah. so then after that, I would just take all the beef patties and I just put them in in containers. Take all the rice, put it in its own container. All the chicken, same thing. Then what would happen was like I would put in I don't know, like two cups of rice and a whole beef patty and I would I would oh here's the other thing too is I would uh, cut up the beef patty into chunks so that I could eat it with the rice because eating and this is this I will say that eating like chicken and beef on its own is disgusting for the most part unless you've like doctored it up and make it taste really good yeah seasoned it like you're supposed to but <laughs> when you're a lazy uh, person like me <laughs> Then you, you don't want to do that, so you find other ways around it, which would just be, like, I would take the rice and I'd put, um, like, teriyaki sauce in it, <laughs> and then I would spoon the rice with the chicken and the beef, and then it wouldn't be as disgusting. And actually, it was pretty good, to be perfectly honest. I actually liked my lunches, and then the sweet potatoes were always really delicious, um... Personally, I'm a huge fan of fried sweet potatoes because they taste so well, like, so good. You just, like, fry them up in some olive oil, and it's, like, a little piece of dessert on your, on it for your lunch. And then the corn was, like, whatever. We don't talk about <laughs> the corn here. <laughs> um, and then I ate the same thing for, like, I, I, I'm, I ate the same, the same lunch for probably three, three months. Dang. Yeah. So I'm the type of Are person. Sick of it? We should talk about this. I'm the type of person to eat the same thing every day for a really long time. Um, because it's like, and this is actually, this is a legitimate strategy for me, is that I just figure out like what macros I need to hit, and then I build a meal off of it, and then I just 
just eat that for, you know, a, really long a time. while. Because then I don't have to think about it anymore. True. I don't have True. to put any thought into it. I do get, I mean, you will get sick of the food after a while. Like, I'm just now, like, I, I, eat, I ate oatmeal every morning for ooh, almost a year now. And I am just now getting, like, really, like, starting to get sick of it. You're like, I need to do something It is, like, else. a slog to get through that oatmeal in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, oh, boy. And if you're, yeah, and if you're the kind of person that that works for you, you can definitely do that. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know how many people can do that um, because I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's, like, a normal thing. I used thing. to. I used to be able to do that. I can't uh-huh. anymore. Yeah. Not, at least not at the moment. Um. Well, you're, phases. you're really creative <laughs> with the food you make, and uh, if you go on, like, you post it on your Instagram, right? Uh, like, sometimes. Like, some, some of the meals you yeah. make. And some of them are, like, actually, like, look really good. Of course, I'm, like, super idealist about it, so I look at it, I'm like, man, that looks awesome, and then I just never try it. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, oh, that looks great. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, I feel like most people, that's probably what happens to them, because, like, if it's something big and elaborate, you're not going to do it. So right. the fact of meal prep is keeping it simple is the best way to go. I Yeah, I on, agree. On my end, I personally feel like it's a sin to not uh, season your food because otherwise it's just boring and tastes bad. And well, stuff like that. well, here's but the thing. Here's the thing. Seasoning your food is great. Um, <laughs> I think it's, it's definitely a, a good thing to do. I think it was just my own laziness, right? Like I just didn't, <laughs> I just didn't want to spend a long time making food on Sunday because – you're off, like, for me, I was off on Sunday, and when you're, you have, like, a day off, you know, you don't want to be spending that day, like, making food, you sure. know what I mean? So, you kind of want to, like, lessen the amount of time you spend making food. So, on, uh, on the subject of, like, cooking and stuff and making things convenient, that's where doing things like, uh, using a crock pot can be really helpful, and it also makes it taste good. Um, yeah, because it just kind of cooks like, itself for a yeah. while, you know. Well, yeah, like so if you put like shredded chicken or not shredded, if you put chicken breast into a crock pot and mm-hmm. cook it mm-hmm. with seasoning, mm-hmm. it's super easy to just make shredded chicken that way because it uh, cooks the meat so much. You just take a, like two forks, pull it out, and just like shred it, and that's always super good. Right. Um, and same thing with like Instapot. You could do Instapot rice and chicken. Um, you were saying you fry up, um, like beef and stuff like that. So if you have like ground turkey or ground beef, that's a good way. Yeah, that's quickly thing cooking, that, like frying up, frying things. Food is, is roasting. Always, usually, always gonna make it taste better. Yeah, one thing that I do, um, vegetable all. wise, uh, two things. <clears throat> one, if I'm doing cooked vegetables, I always roast them in the oven, because all you have to do is like cut them up to a size that they'll cook. Mm-hmm. Some of the vegetables, you don't have to do that. Um, and, yeah, put them all in a sheet pan, olive oil, a little bit of seasoning to make them taste good, and just throw it in the oven for 20 minutes, and then it's done. Yeah, so there's, like, tons of ways that you can do meal prep that's, like, super easy. You can fry things in a fry pan. You can roast them in the oven, use crock pots, Instapots. Some people can use air fryers, which is more like it just makes it taste good. It's not exactly convenient, yeah, my buddy, say. my buddy's like super into the air fryer. It does make food taste really good. I honestly recommend air frying for like dinner more because if you're home and you have the time, like air frying stuff is just, it's it's so good. I love it. 
but it, as far as like making bigger meals for the rest of your week, it's not as realistic. Right. It doesn't um, cook in bulk very well because no. it's tiny. No, it doesn't. But those are some some different options you can do. Um, John was kind of saying like he has like a protein source and a carb source, mm-hmm. which is key when you're creating meal prep. I want to add though, yeah, make sure you have some kind of a fiber source, so vegetables and fruits. Because those are a really big, important part of meal prepping, especially if you're in a weight loss phase. Um, And same exact thing. You can saute vegetables in the fry pan. You can roast them in the oven. Um, They're not so good in a crock pot, I will say, or an Instant Pot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I recommend one of those two. Or just having them raw with hummus or some kind of dip. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like to do a little bit of both actually have those on hand and I will keep frozen vegetables in the freezer for other occasions if I need it. It's also good because it provides like a lot of vitamins and stuff like that naturally just so, and your body will want those things. Your body will thank you. But he's like, thank you for feeding me. (laughs) (laughs) Vitamins, I'm not dying. (laughs) Um, and, and it's really nice when you can pair things really well like one of my favorite meals to like pair things together is salmon that is baked in the oven mm. with rice white rice mm. and yes asparagus that's been fried in a no pan. <laughs> no it's so good that is by far one of my favorite mm. meals and that's a, a really good combo i will say salmon's not always the best as far as like meal prepping goes salmon i think is pretty good I, to be honest with you, I disagree. Why? Why do you think it's bad? Uh, just the smell. The sometimes. smell of it, really? No, I man. Think, well, cause like I've been eating. It's s- just saying if you're in an office and you have a shared microwave. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> now I get it. Now I get it. I get it. If that's not an issue, then yeah, a hundred percent. Salmon. I don't know, man. I I love salmon. I love me some salmon with some like white rice. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Well, no. So, okay, listen. How, have, how do you prepare your salmon? Because, like, I like to just... How? Yeah. Because... Um, we usually get a filet, a big one, a big filet of mm-hmm. it. And then Joey will rub, like, olive oil on the top, and then we usually put garlic. I think it's usually garlic powder, salt, pepper. Mm. And then we'll either do ginger or lemon juice. Or put, okay. like, sliced lemon on it, and mm-hmm. then we'll bake it like that. Okay. Until the fish is cooked so here's the thing is that like a lot of people will do what i did with like the chicken and the beef and we'll just like make fish taste terrible like fish salmon. is disgusting like my mom right. my mom makes <laughs> man throwing her mom underneath the sorry <laughs> i was gonna say my mom will cook fish and she just doesn't know how to do it i mean mom if you're listening to this i'm sorry <laughs> but like I remember mom I remember mom being like, Oh, I made fish, it's in the fridge and I'd be like, Cool, thanks mom and then I would go to the fridge and then I'd pull it out and I'd be like, What is this stiff piece of cardboard? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I guess part of it too is that you wanna make sure that you don't overcook it. Yeah, and that was a point I was gonna make too, is like if if you're gonna meal prep and have like fish or uh like chicken breast, like straight yeah. up chicken breast. Yeah highly recommend investing in a meat thermometer i'm not gonna lie that's probably like the best meal prep uh item like for cooking wise that we have 
I never used to uh, use a meat thermometer, and I would cook my chicken until it was like a dry piece of meat. Yeah, I, I didn't realize... <laughs> It makes it so much easier because then you're not worried that it's like undercooked or yeah. whatever. You just cook it until it's at the temperature that it needs to be mm-hmm. and then you're good. Well, I don't have a meat thermometer, but I have learned to like cook my meat a little less say, than I used to. I, and that's I just always, a re- that's a recent thing. Yeah. So within the past like year. I was just always scared and paranoid. Uh, I would like cook chicken way too much, but I just didn't know that it, like I was cooking it too much. And I was like, man, this is disgusting. How can anybody <laughs> like this? What are, so what are some other options that people could, what are some other like pairings that you pairings? could do? Like I do, I'll do a ground turkey with sweet potato and maybe like roasted Brussels sprouts or broccoli. That's really good. Well, I'll tell you what, if, if somebody makes, I just want to say this is actually like pretty, these are pretty good pairings, is that like making burritos uh-huh. is awesome. Just, like, buy some, yeah, buy some tortillas, and get, like, the bigger ones, if you're on, like, a bulk or something like that, just get, like, the big tortillas, and then you can just fill them up with, like, ground beef, and you season it, like, a lot. And then um, you can just add, like, what you want. To and then, yeah, it. and then you just, and then you just, so you, you, yeah, and you can measure it out, and you can be like, okay, per burrito, have, like, four ounces of ground beef, mm-hmm. and then, like, these many grams of, um... Like refried beans and refried beans are high in fiber and also high in protein for a carb, I guess. Yeah, for a carb source. It's for a carb source, carb, it's carb source. it's pretty high in protein. Yeah. So you're gonna get some like passive protein in there too, which is gonna be great um, because a lot of people struggle with protein intake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Another pro tip: if you guys like sour cream, because like this is this is what I do mm. too. Is like I like sour cream, mm-hmm. but if you get plain. Greek yogurt. It tastes exactly the same, but there's more protein in it. Like, way more. So you get extra. I don't... I don't... Every time I have Greek yogurt... Maybe it's just because I know it's Greek yogurt. I just don't... I just don't taste this... It just doesn't taste the same to me. To me, it it tastes exactly the same. It it functions the same, though. It just doesn't, like... When I'm tasting it, I'm like... "Mm, That's different. I still say try it. Here, you invite me on your podcast, and then I just come and be like, I think you're wrong. No, I do I do recommend people trying it because sometimes if you're not John, but it, <laughs> I I think it tastes pretty good. It tastes it good. It tastes the same to me. Um <clears throat> and the consistency is the same. I guess it depends too on the brand though. Some yeah. some brands are better or like creamier than right, others. Right. So keep that in mind, but I highly recommend trying it because it's good. Yeah. Well, it, for sure it's going to save you money for one because you can buy in bigger amounts. And they're going to be less per, like, ounce or whatever, um, money-wise. Yeah. And then also, like you said, more protein. So even if it doesn't taste exactly the same, it's close enough, I would say. It's close enough. <laughs> Which, uh, for my track record, is essentially what I would think about just about anything. Like, eh, close enough. <laughs> Throw it in there. Kidding it works. <laughs> well, it's just like... I, I would definitely, uh, like, encourage being creative and thinking kind of, like, outside the box with some of the things that you can do. Because um, it's, like, you can kind of well, get up. hung up on, like, oh, well, I have to eat it this way, yeah. like, a certain food. Well, and, like, you can go on, you know, online or on Pinterest. Like, they have so many different, um, 
like recipes or pairings that you can look up yourself. Yeah. Like it's yeah. so easy to just, you know, if you have maybe one thing that you know you want to have for meal prep, like you know what meat you want. Right. Just like look up a meal prep for yeah. for that. Yeah, and there's then also so like many. if, you know, there's there's tiers of, I guess, like where you're at in your in your meal prepping journey. And when you first start, it's like the hardest. It gets easier. But if you're not if you're not used to it, it's kind of hard in the beginning. But once you get into that habit of just like you just do it every, you know, Sunday yeah, or whatever and right. you know how to do the meal prep and prepare for it and eventually it's just like you just don't even think about it. It's just like normal. Yeah. Well, like anything yeah. that you create mm-hmm. a habit for, habits just become right. automatic. So, yeah. So like I was saying, there are like tiers, I guess. And if you're on kind of like you're starting out and you're having trouble, I would say that looking into like instant food um, can help you, and I know it's not it's not as like nutrient dense, right? So you're not being, you're not gonna be getting as many like micronutrients, right? Depends on what it is. Generally, I would say, right? I mean, because like to me, if you're really tight on like time, or you just you, you don't know how to prepare things. Well, I'd say it's worth they have it things, for sure. They have, have things have like rice cups or rice packets <clears throat> that you can literally throw in the microwave. Yeah. They have, like, tuna packets. Right. You have um, canned chicken, which mm-hmm. me personally I think is kind of gross, but other other people are fine with it. So it's, like, stuff like that. Right. Deli meat is well, a huge one. Yeah, deli meat. I still use deli meat to this day. I mean, it's just, it's very convenient. It's super convenient. Um, like, instant oatmeal is great. Um, I used to have, I don't think Costco, Costco doesn't sell it anymore, which is a travesty, but it was instant uh, mashed potatoes. Yeah. Um, which I use, which I, that was my staple food when I was in college. (laughs) I used to put that in burritos. (laughs) No, I, this is what I mean by like thinking outside the box. Like you just have to be like, all right, I don't have a carb, but I have mashed potatoes and I have tortillas (laughs) and meat. So I'll just put mashed potatoes into the burrito and make it taste good. And also another thing too, I just want to say this is that like, learn what you like when it comes to spices. I found out I really like cayenne pepper. So I put cayenne pepper in, like, everything. Make things spicy. I'll be like, oh, nice. I got my oatmeal going. Put a little cayenne pepper in. <laughs> Jeez. And so to end end this podcast and kind of put, like, a cap uh, summary on this, a few easy, easy, easy steps to just get started is – Pick a protein source, pick a carb source, and then pick your veggie. <clears throat> Once you have that down and and you've gone shopping and have them in your kitchen, uh, decide how you're going to cook and season that. And I highly recommend getting meal prep containers, especially mm. if you're mm. a working individual. It's a good investment. It is a huge good investment. And you can get some pretty decently priced ones at like Walmart. I think Fred Myers has some that are yeah. too expensive either just get the plastic ones yeah the plastic ones are good like they i mean have... even like even uh like lunch uh what are they called sandwich bags oh yeah, yeah. even sandwich bags if you're like <clears throat> if you're creative enough you can make them work yeah but yeah but invest in some kind of container that you can separate all the yeah. food into um and then yeah and then Put the plan into action. That is probably the easiest way to go about meal prepping. And then um, if you're the kind of person that needs routine and schedule, 
pick a day and a time that you're going to do the meal prep for each week. Yeah. And do it before your work week starts. Because if you try to do it in the Oof. middle of the week, Oof. that's going to be difficult. You're playing catch up. That's <laughs> You're playing catch up the whole week. So, anything else we want to add? Mm, um, well, you said. Tell pick people a, where you, they can find you. you said, no. <laughs> you said pick a carb and pick a uh, pick a protein source, but you forgot to mention pick a fat source. Which for all if, of my bulk brothers kay. out there, they will know that that fat source <laughs> is very important. I want to clarify. You can yeah, you can pick a fat source. It's not always needed. So based on your goals and based on the food that you choose, because okay, let's say you got. 85% ground beef. There's already going to be some fat in that. So for yeah. someone who's like just maintaining or losing weight, mm-hmm. you probably won't need to like add anything. Right. For you, since you were bulking, you needed extra fat. So right. you were dumping like oil well, and no. nuts. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> give me all the Well, fat. also for my uh, for my lunch, those those beef patties they were from Costco. The Kirkland like beef patties. They are thirty fat. grams of fat per patty. Yeah. And they are more fat than protein. So, so just be aware of what so, your goal is, yeah. and be aware of what foods you choose, because some of them do have dietary fat already in there. Right. So. And don't. Also, I would like to add, prioritize the really important stuff first, and if you're having trouble, prioritize the really important stuff first, and just kind of like forget about the the. The, I don't know what how to say, but like, the things that aren't as important. So figure out what your the easy stuff. Yeah, figure out like last. what you're in. Yeah, like figure carbs. What, carbs are probably <laughs> one of the easiest start, things to come up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just add like it's baby steps, you know. Yeah. And that's just kind of fitness in general. Is you just gotta, yeah, you know, put baby steps in here and there. So yeah. and just saying too, like we've been talking about like lunch meal prep. If meal prepping dinner or breakfast, right, is a better option for you meal prep those meals like you can even meal prep snacks if you want to you can literally apply this to any meal you could you could do it for the whole day you could do it for the whole day day. yeah that would take longer on the day that you meal prep but Mm -hmm. again overall it's going to save you a lot of time a lot of preparation time a lot of cooking time and it's going to save you money as well so yes yeah cool awesome those are our uh tips for you our experiences hopefully you enjoyed this podcast uh and hopefully you learned something from it (laughs) anyway thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you next time thank you for listening to today's podcast if you would like more information on health and fitness you can go and follow me on my social media platforms at Reform Nutrition Coaching or visit my website at reformnutritioncoaching.com.